Hello and welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast about simple living and high thinking. Have you been enjoying this series? Because if so, we always appreciate your positive reviews and ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's a very small thing, but it enables that many more seekers from across the world to find the show. We're Mr. Bhagavad Gita 101 series, specifically exploring the verb of resolving. What is causing us to delay resolving our conflicts? How come we're waiting? In this episode, Vivekji dives deeper into how our desires affect our resolution. Let's tune in. Hariyom and greetings from Niagara Falls. A lovely old story called The Little Prince. How many of you have read this? In chapter 15, the little prince visits the sixth planet. He leaves his planet and he's going planet to planet and meeting interesting characters. On the sixth planet, he meets a geographer. He's sitting at a large table with lots of books open and he's writing. And this little prince is like a child innocent, curious, never lets a question go. And he's admiring the planet and asks the geographer, all that you're writing down, you've seen all of this, right? And that geographer says, no, I only write. Others come and tell me where they've gone, what they've seen. Those are the explorers. I'm only a geographer. And this confused the little prince even more. Why would you sit at your table and write all of this? Why don't you go look at the mountains and the oceans yourself? Then you can write about them much more clearly. This book is not very preachy. So that dialogue ends and the little prince leaves and he eventually makes his way to the earth. Some of us are geographers. We sit at our desks with our libraries of commentaries on Bhagavad Gita and Ramayana with endless amounts of notes. And some of us are explorers. We're not behind that desk. We're not intellectualizing morality, philosophy. How one evolves from a geographer to an explorer is through reflection. Reflection, shared differently, is internalization. We are immersed in a subjective science. The whole vision, the whole essence of this science is to internalize. And when you start to reflect, you start to experience them. You start to experience divinity with your eyes. You start to feel divinity in your heart, you grow up to become a human. The names of the first two humans are Manu and Shatarupa. The word Manu is really a symbol for man, that is to think. What distinguishes an animal from a human or a human from an animal 
is thinking. And Shatarupa is an icon for Shraddha or faith. Once you start thinking about living life, you start to have faith in living, in life. Our Applied Gita course is a course in being open. Being open to ideas, being open to exploring, being open that after you leave your puja room, after you finish this class, that you continue trying to apply Gita. For the month of March, we're focusing on resolving. How to resolve conflicts outside and inside. And we began with chapter 2, verse 72. And the main message of this verse is, living cheerfully is possible. How many of you feel that? When you start to believe that living cheerfully is possible, you've addressed that inner conflict, no? And once you've addressed it inside of you, you can start to address it outside of you. And you mustn't wait. In this verse, there is an emphasis on time that even if you come to know who you are as you die, that uh, dying is irrelevant. Once you are happy, you are happy forever, and that will never change. This message of not waiting is all the more relevant today. And I don't mean just with the health concerns around the world. We are living in a period called Kali. Kali means fast. Kali means conflict. If you're depending on outside variables to help you be happy, watch how everything outside of you slowly falls apart. And in the period we're living in, this slowly is actually fast. Health, relationships, economies, technologies, all is subject to destruction. So why are you depending on these? Why are you waiting to be happy? The answer to why is given in chapter 3, verse 38. I'll read this, and I'll introduce how this thought has come to be. Please repeat after me. Dhume navriyate vannihi Dhume navriyate vannihi Yatha darsho malenacha Yatha darsho malenacha Yathol benavrato garbaha Yathol benavrato garbaha Tata te ne damavritam Tata te ne damavritam Dhumena avriyate vanni Show me a vannihi with your hands a fire. This fire is avriyate, which means is covered. 
What can fire be covered by? Dhumena, by smoke. Okay, so now I've explained this literally. Let me introduce this thought. This verse actually begins with the verse 35. In verse 35, this is an awesome verse, Bhagavan Krishna tells Prince Arjuna, it is better for you to try and fail in your responsibilities than to try and succeed in another's responsibilities. Clear? The point being is, try. In verse 36, Prince Arjuna, he already knows this. He studied in the Gurukula. He's in the Applied Gita course. Why? Why am I not trying? He's asking Bhagavan Krishna. For us, how come we don't apply Gita? We know these verses. How come we don't apply? He asks this question. And the answer that is given is Kama and Krodha. In verse 37, Bhagavan Krishna says, what's stopping us from applying what I'm teaching is kama. Kama means desire. And wherever there's desire, there will be krodha or anger. You're with me so far? So now in this verse, what is being highlighted is how deep is that desire? How expressive is that anger? And the first case is light, a light desire leading to light anger. This is what's stopping us from applying Gita. This is what's stopping us from resolving with others, with ourselves. If there's smoke that's covering a fire, all that's required to be able to see that fire is momentum. Like a blow of wind. Yes, that's it. That momentum from the environment will clear up that smoke and you will see that fire. Now, what a lovely example. Fire is often an icon for knowledge. Yes, a fire is an icon for the self, that which is illumination. So if we are light on anger and light on desire, the momentum of our life will help us to find happiness in ourselves and radiate that outwards. That's light. Now we go to medium. Yatha. Also, adarsho malena cha. Show me an adarsha. A mirror. Show me mala. Underneath your fingernails. <laughs> between your teeth, right? <laughs> like a mirror that's covered with dust. If one has medium depth desires, there'll be medium expression of anger. How can you clear that anger and desire? You need effort then. If I have a dirty mirror and I put it outside and it's windy, will anything happen to that dust? Nothing. It's hardened that mirror. So what do I need to do? I need to rub it. It requires effort. 
So for the fire, momentum will help one. For the reflection, you need to put in effort. So remember, connect this back to resolutions. For you to follow through with a resolution in your life, you need to invest effort. You know that, right? Then how come you're not doing it? Here's the third example. So we went from light to medium to heavy. Heavy desires. So there will be heavy anger. Yatha, another example. Ulba, avrato, garbha. And uh, don't think of this so physiologically, but here's the literal translation. If you want to see inside of a womb, and there's a fetus there, you have to wait for that fetus to not be there for you to see inside of that womb. It's quite graphic, <laughs> graphic, no? <laughs> but you have to think about why this example is being used. If uh, one is pregnant and one goes to full term, how many months is that? Share with me in the chat room. Our kids are old now, I can't remember. See? Exactly. The Deva said nine months. The Devi said ten months. It is ten months. It is not nine months. That is a very non-real number. It is ten months. It will require not just effort, but it will require time for one to be free of that expression of anger and free from that depth of desire. So this is what Bhagavan Krishna is trying to share, is that if one is sattvic, they have made happiness a priority, then such a person will not have a lot of self-canceling thoughts. They know what is important and they follow through with that. If someone is rajasic, they're aggressive, they think that happiness is outside. So they're confused inside, they're causing confusion outside. It's not just momentum that will help them. They need to put in effort. And for someone who's tamasic, lazy, someone who expects that happiness will just come to them, time, in addition to effort, in addition to momentum will be required. And here this time, what is also being highlighted is struggle. Being pregnant is a struggle, and everyone around them struggles also. Yeah, so that's what's being shared here is why struggle when you don't need to. Put in the effort, let momentum help you. This verse closes with tatha, so these examples relate to tena idam avritam. You are confused. You cannot see the knowledge that I've been teaching you. And Bhagavan just started. <laughs> he started with Shloka 11 in chapter 2, and now we're in Shloka 38 of chapter 3. There's still 15 chapters. And he's telling Prince Arjuna, you don't, you don't understand and you don't appreciate what I'm sharing because of Papa. Papa means, and Arjuna uses this word, 
sin. But sin is when you are far away from yourself. That's what papa is. And when you're close to yourself, that's called punya. So let's simplify this and direct this to this month's focus on resolving. I want you to think of the last time you had an intense conflict with someone you care about. Five minutes ago. <laughs> you had that conflict. What was the reason for it? And if you think deeply, it's because you want something from them. Think deeply. You want something from them. And most likely it's not material, but it's emotional. It's not material, it's mental, yes? It could be appreciation, it could be respect, it could be positioning, it could be reciprocity. And when you want something from someone, you start to develop expectations. If you don't want anything from anyone, you don't have expectations of them. Our son Shuka, we don't want anything from him, so we have no expectations from him. But suppose Sheila and I, or my parents with me, they want something. So there's an expectation. That's that kama and kroda. Kama is fairly deep, but that expectation, if you can trace why you're angry today or this week, and if you don't like being diagnosed as angry, call it frustrated. Why were you frustrated? Because your expectations were not met. And this applies outwardly, but this applies inwardly too, doesn't it? I think some of our worst days are when we overeat. And it's not even physiological. It's you're trying to be healthy. You're trying to sign up for the Cleveland Half Marathon, but one piece of pie turned into four pieces of pie, yes? And it's that breaking of the expectations of yourself that is causing you to devolve. Yes? If you talk pridefully to someone who's um, inciting you, someone who's provoking you, in that conversation and outside of that conversation, don't you feel, here I am in this course, we're on our 21st class, and I'm trying to show off in front of this person. It shows how insecure I am, no? So this is the genesis of why we're unable to apply everything we know. We're unable to make that reconciliation between my mind and my intellect, between me and you. Bhagavan started in chapter 2 saying, don't wait. Act now. In this class, we're trying to find out how come we're waiting. How come we're not acting now? And it is because of Kama and Krodha. When we take up the next class, I'm, I'm going from the deepest reason to the least deep reason. Okay, there's a, there's a train of thought here. So be aware of all of this. We'll read the shloka again. Dhume navriyate vannihi yatha darsho malena cha 
यथोल बेनावृतो गर्भहा तथाते नेदमावृतम If you enjoyed what you heard or want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at facebook.com/cmniagara. For those on the journey of self-development, Chinmay Mission Niagara provides a community forum for seekers to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmay Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.